Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Anthony with the pump fake and one dribble inside to the long two, and he makes it. That's been his game his whole career, but look at him smiling. We go, my man. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Long Two. I am Pete Rogers. He is Natty Wallach. And we are a Carmelo Stanthony podcast, but occasionally talk fantasy basketball. Natty, how you doing today? Howdy, what's up? I'm all right. How you doing? About the same. About the same. Uh, we're going to talk actual basketball today and sort out our pyramid of contenders since all signs are pointing to things moving forward successfully in the bubble uh, with a with no no positive tests coming back in their last round. But Natty, first, I have to ask you, have you had the privilege of seeing the new Hawks jerseys? I have. I've uh, seen those hot ones. I've also seen those uh, Pistons Jordan logo ones. <laughs> and um, you're loving that? Yeah. I mean, Jordan transcends basketball, so it's fine. I don't hate Jordan. It's just the Bulls. Uh, and it's awesome that they're it seems like the bubble is okay and everyone's doing okay. So this is encouraging news. Hopefully everything is working and it's cool to see uh, these new jerseys and, you know, team loco logos in the meantime, team loco logos. Like all every, everyone's sort of getting nostalgia and doing throwbacks, which is great. Um, Because just, and and, and don't want some of the old ones coming back. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a fair bet. Uh, and to your point about nostalgia, so I I mean I like to consider myself a a Jersey aficionado, um, as I have re- done multiple Jersey redesigns now uh, over on my Instagram page just for shits and giggles. Which and were great. I, Everyone should check them out. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, and anytime I was doing them, I started with the NBA, did the NFL, now I'm on MLB. It's amazing how many old jerseys were like perfect. And it's like, why did you, why did we have to like modernize this? Why did we have to stem away from kind of this like very clean classic looks? And I think that the Hawks have 100% gone back to that. These jerseys are just so gorgeous to me. The, the black and the red and the, the kind of ba- the drop shadow on the text. It's just they're clean, they're beautiful. Uh, and so I think going back away from those the like weird lime green highlight with the triangle Jersey. I think it was a, not a terrible step, but going back to just a classic clean look. I mean, that's, that's peak basketball right there. Yeah. They sort of remind me of uh, movies that are re-released that have been, um, you know, like turned into HD and the film has been revitalized Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because these are like so fresh and, there's a little bit new to them, but it doesn't take away from the retro feel. Uh, whereas, you know, the old ones did seem stale, like they were changed for reasons. And early 90s had crazy color schemes all over the place. Yeah. Fucking windbreakers, you know, with just like <laughs> grids of colors that you would never, ever want to see anywhere else. Um, and a bunch of teams just went absolutely nuts all over sports. So... I I assume they'll bust some of those out, you know, like the early aughts Pistons is just so terrible, but they'll pop them out eventually just to sell some new ones. Yeah, but no, these are these are super clean in a in a a summer of a bunch of NFL redesigns. There have been a bunch of NFL teams that have come out with new jerseys, not too many new NBA jerseys, uh, but these are cream of the crop. So I had to I had to I had to talk about those at the top of the show because sure. God, they are, they are clean. Um, Dude, I also think it's healthy. Like the teams are trying it's yeah. Yes. It's obviously to sell merch, obviously, but it's also, um, 
sort of an inclination to try to express yourself through the team uniforms like this is who we are i mean you mentioned you know like the weird triangles on the hawks uniform and i liked that because it was something new and different and you know like very designy and uh like there are reasons for why all of these things get included in on jerseys and on fields and on courts. Um, and if you read like Zach Lowe has done a bunch of deep dives into, into sports design, which is always interesting. Uh, but it's just cool to see people expressing themselves and sometimes they, you know, take a wrong turn and that's interesting to see too. Yeah. You don't uh, want to be fans of the team when it happens, but like, Okay. But you want to, but you also then want a team to recognize its shortcomings and step away from, step away Dude, from like the NFL values. color crush shit from a few years ago, where it's like yeah. it was almost like if you were colorblind, you wouldn't have had any idea what the fuck was going on. Oh, it happened. Uh, it was incredible. It was the Bills Jets game. There was a Bills Jets game where it was red and green. And if they were red, right. if you're red, green, colorblind, it's all just gray. <laughs> it's a gray team tackling a gray team. But it's you, you appreciate the try, even though it's like if you had been in the design meeting, you would have been like, dude, just put that on and walk around. Do you really think that looks good? Because you're right. Because I'm going to challenge you for colorblindness. Um, all right. Well, let's get into actual basketball talk. And over on Fake Teams, one of our writers, uh, Antonio Losada, has been banging out previews for each team as we enter the bubble and what their playoff outlooks look like uh, and a little bit of DFS chatter for those out there. Uh, So make sure you go check those out. But I figured we should do our own kind of bubble preview uh, and what I like to call the title contention pyramid. Uh, So this pyramid has four tiers. And I know, Natty, I sent you when we were doing our pre-show notes, I had different names for them, but I've rebranded them to make it uh, all the cleaner and nicer. You know, it's all about branding here on this show. Sure. So we have four tiers. At the top of the pyramid, the favorites. Then you have the contenders beneath them. Okay. The entertainers as our third tier. And then finally, the happy to be here's uh, as our fourth tier. Okay. Uh, And so I figured let's spice things up and let's start at the top of the pyramid because I feel like there shouldn't be too much debate as to which teams are championship contenders maybe there will be um but at top of my pyramid in, in the favorites as we enter the nba bubble and into the nba playoffs i've got the clippers bucks lakers celtics and nuggets as my favorites for, oh, wow. for championships okay geez well we do have a difference of opinion so uh give me your reasons so i think the i think clippers bucks and lakers there shouldn't be too much argument there, right? Am I am I Correct. wrong in that? Yeah, I f- they're I feel all like, that- like they've all lost at least one player, I think. But they're ma- I, all the important players are still there for the most part, right? And I and I do want to say I have them in that order. Like I, I for, for me, the Clippers are the favorites to win. I think just the fact that you not only have had all this time off for Kawhi and PG three thirteen, but also the fact that pa- Kawhi and Paul George didn't really play that much this year. Like they were already on a, on a Mm -hmm. strong minutes count throughout the season. And now you've got this huge break. I just think that team they're going to come in. Their two best players are beyond healthy, have very low minutes on them compared to like, if you look at LeBron and AD who've put in a ton more minutes so far this season. So Clippers, Bucks, Lakers, Celtics, if, if everything, the Celtics have lost no one, which obviously is a big selling point. Uh, And the time, you know, health is a factor here where another time maybe you're going to get like Gordon Hayward is fully healthy. You're going to get maybe Kemba Walker is fully healthy. And and the knee issue that was kind of ailing him to the end of end of the season, I guess we can say now uh, won't be, won't be there anymore. They have, they're the team that I think I have in this kind of uh, the favorite section where it's all of the players are there. And if everything just clicks and like, I think they're the best team in the NBA if everything, if everyone is playing at a level we've seen them play before. So that's why I have them there. And I'm trying, I'm trying my best to be Dr. Pete here and not be a, not be a biased fan. And then the Nuggets, the Nuggets, I think are a complete wild card in the sense of like, 
if if Slim Jokic just goes off, <laughs> like who knows what Slim Jokic could do? And now they have Bull Bull, which just seems unfair to me that Slim Jokic has you know a seven foot two guy to pass the ball to. Uh, that just that just seems like it's unfair. But they they seem like a team that when I was looking at kind of what contenders do I think have a realistic shot? They were they were the team that stuck out to me as the one who I'd be comfortable putting into the favorites. I am hoping that there's a bull bull joker kind of ops. Uh, one's the nominal point guard and one's the nominal center, but they switch on and off depending on what's happening on the court and just have like wings in between them. I just think that would look so goddamn fucking cool. Let's also, um, let's also just hope for a nugget Celtics finals so we can get bull bull versus taco fall and just have the battle of the seven plus footers. <laughs> it would the ratings would be through the roof, like through the not, roof. People who don't even know about basketball would tune in and be like, wait, what's <laughs> happening? The problem I have with the Celtics is the same problem I have with the Clippers. Um, I think they're a little bit thin up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Clippers have Noah and, um, oh shit. I forget the name of the other guy. Uh, sorry, but there's someone else there, obviously. Uh, but they're a little bit thin and, I have the Clippers as a favorite as well, because I think the guard, if the guards are all healthy in there combined with the wings, that team is absolutely menacing. Um, The Celtics can be really, really good, but I still sort of feel like they're a year away and totally fair. I don't know if this setup favors like, I think the biggest problem with the Celtics this year has been, can Gordon Hayward play with everybody else right. at the same time? And I wonder if this, if these seeding games are going to be sort of like their spring training and they're going to commit one way or the other, like either he starts or he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I do think that that could help the Celtics sort of find their optimal lineup. But I, like can that team really beat Giannis in seven games? I don't, I don't know. Like Giannis to me is still the number one terrifying force in basketball right now. Sure. And I think the Bucks are probably the favorites because they're so close to being full strength. And because Giannis is going to be MVP and defensive player of the year, you know, like he's, I think the best player in the NBA right now. And I think this abbreviated, schedule is going to um help them most of all yeah my other so i only have four in my faves i have the bucks okay yeah the clippers the lakers and i have the raptors out of respect pete something that you and dr <laughs> i pete i have probably don't know any, yeah <laughs> uh the raptors are basically at full strength too i think and that team has those young wings and a former defensive player of the year in Marcus All, who can shoot threes and pass, and Serge Ibaka, and Kyle motherfucking Lowry. So, and they're the champs. They're defending their title. So I think that they have like at least 1% more motivation. I also feel like the Raptors aren't going to have to try too hard in the seeding games. So, like, maybe the Stars won't play as much because, like, they're going to be in the playoffs right and you know there's not really that much movement that can occur um so i i still have the reps in there yeah i so i have the reps at the top of my contenders list i just when i looked over the their team and i just they to me didn't feel like even if everything played out perfectly for them i still feel like they fall short of a title uh and that could just be I mean fair enough everything had to go perfectly for them last year right. to win so with with role, the best sure. player in the NBA right now uh or yeah. the second best depending on you know however you want to view the Kawhi uh Giannis debate but uh so yeah so they I mean I I agree with you totally that I I wanted to put them there but Dr. Pete slash Celtics fan Pete was like, I'm not gonna put the Raptors ahead of the Celtics. Uh, I just I, I would just also inter- say sorry to interrupt one more thing for yeah, the Raptors. Yeah. Nick Nurse is a damn good fucking coach. He is, and he is. No, they um, have a ton going for them. Because like the other coaches of those teams, I mean Doc Rivers, obviously, you, but 
dare besmirch Brad Stevens. But he hasn't, uh, he was in a national title game. Sorry. Yeah. So like he's obvious. Yeah. But um, (laughs) that team doesn't have that much experience and that experience tends to be very important in the playoffs. So I guess that's another knock against the Celtics. Well, except for the fact that the last time the Celtics, you know, were uh, in the playoffs, like those young guys, how are their names? Uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Am I saying those names right? Uh, kind of Dude, broke out. Tatum onto found the scene. a stroke this year. Like and Tatum and Tatum oh, is man. now rocking some dope curls. Like, I mean, yeah. let's. I don't want to get they too excited. They look great, here, dude. But. They look great. Also, I can't wait to watch Marcus Smart defending centers. That will oh, happen. Oh God, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it depends so yeah, on whether Kemba's all the way and if Gordon yeah. Hayward and the rest of the crew can figure it out. Right. But so yeah. So. It, for me, the Celtics, I just saw at like at their peak, they seem like a team that could win the championship. The Raptors, to me, at their peak was a team that was going to lose in the Eastern Conference Finals. So let's get into the contenders then. Interesting. Uh, so I have the contenders. I have Raptors, and this is all I have done mine in order here. So these are these are you know I'm I'm not just giving you the contenders, Natty. I'm ranking them for you because I am sure. Just that good. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Raptors, Thunder, Heat, Rockets, Jazz, Sixers, Mavericks. Those are the guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Did you say Philly in the first group? No, I have Philly in in the contenders, Sixers. You have them in the third. Oh, so you just mentioned them. I just mentioned them. Okay. It would have been ballsy to put them in the entertainers and not the contenders. Yeah, I was going to say, I I must, (laughs) sorry. I must have just misheard. So I was like, wait, wait a second. Do we do neither of us think the Sixers can do anything? Because if they're I mean, at optimal and everything, clicks, I don't think that they're maybe going they're, to do anything. But I think I, that they are. They are a team that I. When you have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, like I, I can't say that you're just there to like be eye fodder. Like you know, you're you're not just there to like make pretty plays and be fun basketball to watch. You have at least a shot at making some sort of noise because you have, you know, two extremely talented players and you also have Tobias Harris and you've got Al Horford. Like there are guys there who uh, all... and shake Milton, dude. Come on. And, Hello. Yes. Excuse uh, my apologies. Uh, but I, I certainly don't think I mean, they are what? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, they're I down in the standings. They're totally. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway. I just. I, the team was different last year, obviously, but if Embiid and Simmons are at a hundred percent, that tandem on defense is pretty terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like it's, that's something that can beat Giannis. I mean, we, we've seen it. So, um, I mean, a healthy Embiid, a dude who could like have gone for defensive player of the year. I think that is possibly a game changer, but I don't think it enough to have put them in the faves. So right. I think we, I think we both agree. It's just that you have your feels and I'm trying to be analytical, you know, <laughs> like you're a doctor. Yeah. I get it. I know, but I'm a fantasy basketball writer. Okay. <laughs> I take this seriously. <laughs> so, Wait, I so like but we... you still think the Raptors have a better chance than Philly. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Philly, Philly is way down in my contenders list. I think that the Raptors, Heat, uh, and yeah, that's who I think all have better chances coming out of the East than than the Sixers. I guess. So I guess really, I don't have much over. I have Boston, the Heat, Philly, Denver, OKC, and Houston. I think, like the same reasons I have Denver in this category are the same ones yeah. you said. It's just that yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, feel like they have a lower like if their guards don't play well that's gonna be right. tough there's a lot of, for for the thun, uh, for the nuggets excuse me to to like really make hay it's you need to have your guards you need like will barton and jamal murray and those yeah. guys to like ball out which they can we've seen them do totally. it, but they, there is there is yeah there's certainly pressure uh resting on them so you don't think because this is a team that i went back and forth a lot on uh, you don't think the Jazz are contenders? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Not even a little bit. Like, I have them in the lucky to be here, just happy. Um, really? There's no boy on. Yeah, because they can't score. Like, it would take... Yeah. If Mike Conley is vintage Mike Conley, maybe that changes things. 
but I just don't think they have the shooting and they're in the tougher conference, you know, sure. if they were in the East maybe, but um, yeah, I really don't believe in them uh, in this situation at all. I just, you know, where are the buckets going to come from? That's fair. That's fair. And you're also having to deal with maybe there's possibly animosity between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Real, as but... a Pistons fan. And I bet as a Celtics fan, um, sometimes when players are mad at each other, they just play harder, you know, like they take it out on the other team because they can't take it out on each yeah. other. Sometimes so, it completely tanks a player and gets in his head. Dude, sure. Jalen Brown. Cause they're already not operating at a hundred percent. Right. And, it's so that's to, I because I like Utah, um, but I really just don't believe in that team at all right now. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe I'll maybe I, um, yeah. I I mean I guess there's no reason in me moving them in my in my pyramid, but I'll bump them down to entertainers. I was f- back and forth on them a lot because of everything you said and and just like I feel like of all of the teams that had a lot of momentum going like into this year and through the season, I think the Jazz lost the like the vast majority of that during this COVID break, but both totally. because Donovan Mitchell and, uh, and Rudy Gobert got COVID, but also I just feel like there's so much, so much has like happened to that team that has sunk anyone's kind of hyper expectation for them. And, you know, it's, it's not like Boyan was a defensive player of the year or anything. Like they're still right. going to be, they're still going to play as a competent well-coached, well-run team with smart players. But in this kind of playoff situation, you have to be able to score. And I just don't think that they can keep up with the other teams. Like they, they would have to play, you know, like big Ben Wallace Pistons. Like you, you can't mm-hmm. let the other team score 80 points, you know, right? like you'd have which to is, be really, really which is not going to, not going to happen. Yeah. There's, um, there's, I mean, even the Lakers are slow and you're not going to keep the Lakers. Like you're not going to keep them under 80 points. I just think it's such a tall order. Uh, and here's the other thing. They won't be playing in Utah, you know, like they don't yeah. get the advantage of their really tough That's a good point. Uh, home crowd. So really tough and, and fairly racist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as a Boston sports fan, you're very well aware yes, of that. Yes, I know, I know. Yeah. Awesome. We all yeah. Hockey way, right? Our okay. reputation, we are wearing out. Well, I like to think that we're trying to change. And do I feel the same way about Utah Jazz fans? No. Uh, speaking of a very similar place to Salt Lake City, what do you think of Miami? Let's take an ad break as I compose my thoughts. And then and Yo, we'll come collect back Collect yourself. Take a breath. Exactly. Walk so around. <laughs> Listen to some ads, people. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, now that I've had some, the ad break to collect my, collect my <laughs> gatherings. Music. He did five push-ups, you know, like he pumped his fist in the air real hard. Let's go. I watched, I watched some uh, Jimmy Butler highlights, and I was like, you know what? I'm back in. I, I mean, I, I think there's, they're obviously contenders. For me, it's all comes down to Jimmy Buckets and mm-hmm. how good Jimmy Buckets is going to be. And I think he's going to be very good, but I don't know how far that team goes on his shoulders i think they're like yeah one or two like if bam out of bio takes one more step then that team is going to be filthy right then 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 there's like now jimmy buckets has a running mate especially and with tyler uh hero and and there's there's certainly pieces there that are very exciting 
I just think it's it's a little too young. Jimmy Buckets is uh, his his running mates are just it's just a little too young for me to like think of them as favorites. But I mean, I have them as number three in my contenders. I mean, they do have Andre Iguodala there. You know, they never do. count out know, a team I, I with just, Iggy. <laughs> just said that Jimmy's running mates were were young, and they have Andre Iguodala. So. No, but it's those two guys, and then a bunch of nineteen-year-olds. Right. Um, but all of those nineteen-year-olds can shoot the three and catch fire. Jimmy, he, I mean, Bam Adebayo. I'm I am excited to watch him continue to play basketball. Oh sure, I feel the exact same way about the young Raptors. Like I really. You know, there's a part of me that just wants to fast forward three years and like see all sure. those dudes totally. going through it. Um, Miami is another extremely well coached team. Uh, it seems to fit together pretty well. Like it's a well constructed team, and everyone sort of knows their role. And I wonder if that might be an advantage over a team like Philly. Um, there's there's Jimmy and there's everybody else though. Just like, like if Bam takes another step, then uh, it's Jimmy and Bam. And that should be a TV show, by the way. Uh, Love it. But there's, you know, it's going to, it's a wave attack. Like Jimmy's the man, but they will use everybody. So they're going to be a very, very, very hard out. Um, They're like, if Indiana is at a hundred percent, then I'd consider them sort of a similar team to that in terms, like, I don't think that they'll get to the Eastern Conference Finals, but I think that they could get to the second round after playing, like, a really tough series. Right. Well, let's let's segue into the entertainers, our third tier on the pyramid. Oh, wait, sorry. One, one last thing. What about Houston? Oh, yeah. I mean, show me something, James Harden. <laughs> I guess it's still how- PJ Tucker at center, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm feeling. I, for me, like for all these contenders, I could spin a narrative in my head where it's like, yeah, maybe they could win a championship. But at every point I, I came up more times than not was like, there is a barricade here. And for the Rockets, we've talked about, a lot of people have talked about this. I, what, like, show me something in the, uh, in the playoffs. Do he will be rested this time. This is fair. Devil's this advocate. Fair. Devil's but they don't advocate. have a center. Arrested, arrested James Harden, arrested, rusted, bleh, arrested Russell Westbrook. That's hard to say. That is hard to uh, say. Yeah. <laughs> the, like you can't count those guys out, but you're, but what you say is the biggest thing. Like, I, I just don't know how the Rockets are winning a series against the Lakers or the Thunder. Like, I I feel like even Steven Adams is going to just, like, body people. Like, Bob Covington has to take the best wing on the opposing team, right? Right. So then the center has to be PJ. There will be Eric Gordon, Hayward, Westbrook, Hayward, (laughs) Harden, Westbrook, they they're just not a big team and they gave up on rebounding during a, after the trade of Clint Capella and i still think that you need to be able to rebound in the playoffs but all due respect harden was averaging 30 plus points per game he can catch fire so and westbrook is even if he's not efficient and he got better at it this year but he's still a terror and you can see, I think they're the team most likely to have to earn an upset over like a qualified as better team. Sure. Like if, if the Lakers were going to lose to somebody, I think it would probably be the Rockets. And it's just because like Harden went nuts. Maybe, maybe. I, for me, ultimately, it comes down to when I was doing this, I was just like, you know, I have a thousand dollars who am i putting a thousand dollars on to win a championship and oh, i yeah. i was like every time i thought about the rockets i was like uh I, yeah not the team coached by mike d'antoni you don't put money on the team coached <laughs> by mike d'antoni right. that's crazy but I because mean, so- of this layoff and he hasn't been able to run every single motherfucker into the ground that he can <laughs> You never know. You never know. And that's, I mean, this is the contenders. The contenders, they all have shots, and it's going to be exciting yes. to watch a playoff. This is why we want basketball. Right. All these teams have shots outside, like, and they all have uh, incredible players. Like, right. I mean, 
OKC can advance because they have the point guard and because they're mainly healthy. Shea Gildress has been phenomenal. Do, like all of their guards can shoot from the mid range from the long two. Uh, Steven Adams is there. He's he seems to be like one of the few actual centers. Um, God, I wish they still had Jeremy Grant. So goddamn yeah. fucking hard, but uh, yeah. like, he's another bonus be- for the nuggets. Yeah. Uh, all right. But let's go in, let's go into the entertainers now. And these are guys who, excuse me, I had to burp. Understandable. This is just a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. You didn't, I mean, like, obviously, our boyfriend Carmelo is in this entertaining, awesome. I mean, Maestro Dame's there, CJ McCollum. Oh yeah. Uh, if the the Blazers, I think, are the one team that are that's sort of out of it right now that could jump into contender style because they're getting their bigs back. Yeah, and maybe, maybe I just again to me, to me, this is this is why I like to doing this pyramid tier. Is it's just I have like those that top pyramid. Maybe a pyramid is maybe it's more of like uh, Atlas carrying the world, and Atlas <laughs> is like all the other NBA teams, and then the Clippers, Bucks, and Lakers, and then I, I'll include the Celtics there, and I'll put Raptors. We can get rid of the Nuggets. We'll put Raptors in there too. See, I uh, think it's just Skinny Mellow lifting up the world on his back, and <laughs> there you it know. Is. Perfect. Got this for everything. I just think, I just think that those, the favorites are so overpowering favorites. That's going to be really tough for any team to to make noise. So, but yeah, the entertainers, I've got trailblazers, pacers, spurs, pelicans, grizzlies, and Suns. at the Suns are just above the happy to be here. And in the entertainers, Mm. because if, if Devin Booker catches fire, like it's not going to do anything, but it's going to be really fun to watch. That's true. They will be entertaining. I do think that the Suns, it'll be fun to watch the Suns. Right. Um, and, so I that's, and so I just barely yeah. had them in there. But you, seemingly, because you didn't have them in your contenders, you have the Mavericks here, which I want to have some words with about. Yeah, this, so this and the faves were the smallest groups for me. They're both four. My entertainers are Pacers, but only because Depot is now apparently going to play. Yeah. Uh, the Mavericks, yeah. obviously, yep. Luca forever, the yep. Blazers, and the Pelicans. And I'm putting the Pelicans in there even if they don't have Zion, because I think that when Zion came, when Zion debuted, something clicked for them and they sort of figured out how to play better. Like they sort of got better at everything across the board, even fouls. And <laughs> I think that Drew Holiday is like an elite perimeter defender. And Brandon Ingram can catch fire. I, I just really, really like that team a lot. Uh, and if Zion is also there, then it'll be one of the most entertaining, if not the most entertaining team. The Pacers are going to be tough, especially if Victor's there. Like they're just they're they're always just so goddamn feisty, and they're coached really well too. Nate McMillan is awesome. But let's get to the Mavericks. I believe let's, in Luca. Yes. I believe in a rested unicorn. By the way, arrested unicorn. Yeah, I believe in JJ Barea, <laughs> and I believe go blue. And I like this. This team is going to be fun to watch if everybody's healthy. I don't think that they're going to get to the you know Western Conference playoffs, but I think that they could have a really awesome first round and maybe, maybe, maybe get to the second round. Yeah, and I guess to me that's I mean maybe that's not contenders, but I that's I had them at the end of contenders because I think that they I think they are a team that like you said, a rested unicorn, Luca being MVP, you know, doing MVP things, this team having fun. We've seen that in the bubble, but more so like they're a team that I feel like could get into that hot streak where they yeah. not, you know, the 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 Cinderella story to a certain extent, like in, 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 you know, March madness where they like kind of start knocking off teams or kind of start winning games. And you're like, Oh shit, is this something like, are the Mavericks about to just kind of like run a hot streak all the way to, you know, the Western conference final or even a champion, you know, whatever it might be. And the championship might sound crazy, but like things clicking to this team, I, I could see them like knocking off a couple guys and then being, and we're suddenly like, Oh shit, the Mavericks are like, you know, 
kind of we have to kind of take them seriously right now, right? And so that's why I had them at the back end of contenders rather than because for me the entertainers were like I none of these guys do I ha- think have a serious chance of like making it out of the first round. I am absolutely certain of only a few things when it comes to the NBA. <laughs> Perfect. But we're going to say with such ferocity and assuredness that, you know, this is, it will be taken as truth. There are two people who I am positive will be in the running for MVPs over the next five to 10 years. Those two players are Giannis and Luca. Yes. I think Luca is a magnificent talent. I think that the Mavs and him are just going out there to have fun and they'll play loose. They have a really, really, really good coach who also knows how to win. And they're a team that no one's really talking about because of the things I just said. Like they're not, they don't seem like a contender, but they'll go in there with as much talent in their two top players as almost any other team. Like those two guys at their optimum are pretty fucking good. And there's just so much about how that team can operate against a like let's say that they go eight and no in the seeding games because you know like utah's bad and their schedules maybe not that rough and a bunch of the other teams don't play their stars as much because they know that their seeding basically will remain the same no matter what happens so long as they play 500 ball so the mavs could really take an opportunity to go on a streak and then go into the playoffs on firing on all cylinders i like, I don't think that they would make it out of the first round, depending, but I, Luca is so good that I think he can win a series. What's, uh, do you know off the top of your head? I'm, I was going to try to pull it up, but then I was too slow. Do you know who they're likely, what's the likely bracket looking like? NBA I don't. Standings. Let's see. Let's go. Western Conference. Okay. So the Mavericks are the seventh team. But they, yeah, and it's really only the eighth team that can move around. Like they can't fall out of the playoffs, can they? They, it's according to Google NBA search of the or Google search of the NBA standings, they have not clinched a playoff spot. Okay, so if they went defeated and one of the other teams went undefeated, then right. But let's say they stay at the seventh hole. That means that means their first round. Yeah, the first round would be the Clippers. Okay. Maybe that's a little tough, but like if they bumped up, if they were able to, cause they're only what they are three games back of the Rockets. I so, mean, who on the Clippers can, if Porzingis is Porzingod, who on the Clippers can properly defend him? That's, I mean, yes. Joakim Noah isn't going to fucking do that. No. And Kristaps <laughs> can shoot over both of the wings, obviously. Yeah, it would have but to this take a is, God you know, performance for Chris. Absolutely, but my point is, for sure. If the Mavericks, sure. if the Mavericks, the Mavericks are three games back from the Rockets. If the Ma- if the Mavericks were able to come out balls a blazing, and the Rockets came out balls a shriveling, and the Mavs <laughs> locked up the sixth seed, then they're playing the Nuggets. Then I think that that's that's Ooh. a fucking series. Like that is battle. I am like I could see the Mavericks coming out of that, and and we're going to have some excitement and people getting hyped. That would be a fun, fun series. It'd be a super fun series. A lot um, of Europeans in that one. That would be great. Giving it, giving it to the Euros. Yeah, and you, so you, so you didn't have the uh, the Spurs in your entertainers. You, I assume, have them in the happy to be here's. Yeah, I think like if they make the playoffs, then they will be, be so happy to be there because <laughs> it'll have kept the streak going. And right. there's no goddamn fucking way. Let me take that back. There is obviously a chance. There's, there's a always a way. Team and Demar Dechosen plays for that team. Um, their guards are so young. They're so 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 young, and they don't really have the shooting that some of the other teams do. Um, I guess it wouldn't have mattered if they had kept the Latvian laser because he's sitting out for right. the playoffs. Um, but it's. This is a team that can do can give anyone problems on any given night. So I, they don't need to win. They don't need to make the playoffs. Obviously, like Pop's record is 
amazing on its own. Um, but if if they do play well and got in, they would be the happiest team to be there. Yeah, that's fair. I I have them as I guess I probably have them too high in my entertainers, but I have them as an entertainer just because I can never count pop out. And it's just like, if there was, if there was a team in the West, like, you know, between these Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Pelicans, Kings and Spurs that like made it like, it wouldn't surprise me if the Spurs were the team to, to somehow make sneak their way into the playoffs into that eighth seed. Like it wouldn't surprise me. And they, you know, like all of their vets are extremely competent and, you know, Patty Mills, like they're, and you can never history has shown like this is the third thing i'm certain of don't ever fucking dismiss the spurs don't right. ever do it once they fail then we can start talking about it until that happens we should have faith or at let's, least uh, believe start, in the power of pattern recognition let's start keeping track of the things that natty are is fucking sure in. and and i like how it starts <laughs> yeah. off, it started <laughs> off as two things and we've already added a third thing and i'm sure i'm sure within a couple i episodes. believe i said that there were only a few things i'm certain of <laughs> three is a few that's fine uh, <laughs> we're gonna stretch the definition of what a few is by the yeah, end of semantics by the end of the show you know that's how it is uh all right well let's let's talk the guys who are just happy to be here shall we I think this is my biggest group. Yeah, it definitely. It seems is. like it because you you don't have a lot yeah. of guys and contenders and entertainers. So you got a lot of people who are just thrilled to even be a part of all of this. I have uh, the Wizards, the Nets, the Magic, and the Kings, but you have a whole bunch of guys. So why don't you give me the whole list and we'll talk we'll talk some of these guys. Okay, this is in no particular order. Uh, I have Nets, Magic, Wizards, Utah, Memphis, Sacramento, Spurs, and Suns. Um. I'm putting the Nets there. Like, I'm giving everyone a chance, basically. Like, if ev- Nets, this is going to be Nets so weird have that no I, you... That's true, but I think that is really freeing in this situation. And they have they do have Karis LeVert. Um, and uh, they... Uh, Jared Allen, like, they have their... They maybe have sort of, like, young, pissed-off dudes that don't like Kyrie and KD too much. And so maybe they're going <laughs> to be playing... Which is a great... Great thing to have happen as you're about to start this, like, Katie Kyrie for the future franchise. Hey, hey man, Boston came out the other end looking pretty okay. Like, maybe this won't be the worst thing that ever happened. But anyway, I'm going to give them a chance, even though Jack Vaughn is their coach. I forget who their new coach is, but uh, just because this is going to be so weird and so strange, I don't want to dismiss any team um, because I think that's a little bit foolhardy. The Magic, you know, if their defense is going full throttle, then that's a really fucking tough team. Uh, the Wizards, I mean, Beal can catch fire, right? Beal's not Can't playing. That happen? Oh my God, Jesus, that's right. No, the Wizards. Let me, let me. So, so this is so. Like I said, Antonio oh Lasada. Losada, he's writing these these bubble previews on FakeTeams.com. Go read them, and he he keeps track of. Of, of you know he's letting you know how the season was what their stats were and who's they were acquired and who they have lost throughout the bubble yeah players lost for the wizards bradley beal davis bertons and of course john wall's not coming back the wizards the wizards aren't going to win a game wizards aren't scoring 40 points <laughs> i had forgot wait is it on that team no it's a free agent this, this no one is, this, picked him up. Ugh, this God. team is Rui Hachimura and like Shabazz Napier just going balls to the wall. Well, I like Rui, but I yeah, love Rui. that's it's I had absolutely <laughs> that's funny because I had just like focused in on Davis Bertans being like, yeah, well, he's not playing. I Jesus. OK, well. Sure. I just said don't dismiss any teams, but maybe <laughs> maybe we could dismiss dismiss the Wizards. Maybe. Uh Utah, we already talked about. Memphis, yep. Justice Winslow is out with a hip injury. Yeah. He won't be I, playing, which sucks. Yeah. That sucks so fucking bad. Um, I now think, like, they don't have enough shooting either, and I just feel like they're, there's a greater chance that they'll fall out of the playoffs than there is that they'll stay in. Like I think Portland's yeah. just a better team right now, you know. No, and that's such a bummer because because of yeah. and obviously you want like 
best health for Zion and his family. But like, it's a bummer that with all of the hype and all of, we've spent so much talking about this on this show and all of the hype of the year of John Morant and Zion Williamson, the fact that it's very likely that we're not going to get either of those guys for playoff basketball is a bummer. It sucks. Cause you know, we've, we've long talked like if the Grizzlies were to fall out, we were, I was wanting like, oh God, the Pelicans and let's push the Pelicans in. But I think you're right. I think ultimately probably trailblazers are going to be the team that knocks the Grizzlies out. Uh, and then you're going to have, which is great. Dame is, you know, still, ex- you know, exceptionally uh, fun to watch. And, and we obviously need to see more slim mellow. So, uh, but you're right that I think the Grizzlies have had, I don't think that they have enough pieces there to, uh, to be able to remain in that eighth seed. And they're young, you know, like yeah. they haven't done this before. It's, and they sort of overachieved anyway. So from a certain point of view, the NBA deserves this, you know, they made the playoffs to get certain players in the playoffs or in this, you know, second season. And now those players won't be here. So that's funny. <laughs> and DC is <laughs> and Brooklyn, you know, two markets that they would like to do well are also walking wounded. Um, Sacramento just uh, lost Marvin Bagley, I think, or he got yeah. injured again. Um, they're a fun team to watch. Like they are, I guess maybe I should have put them in entertaining, but I don't think that they're going to really do anything. Right. Uh, like the Spurs we talked about. and You need you to know. be exciting, but you also, there needs to be like in the back of your mind, like, ooh, could this happen? Like, could something happen here? Where it's like, yeah, maybe the yeah. Kings steal a game, but like, and they're maybe exciting to watch, but they're, they're not going to threaten any team as like, Ooh, could we see an upset here? Yeah, you need to be able to make noise if you're going to be an entertainer. Right. And while they may be interesting and fun, I don't think that they're going to make any noise. And I feel the same. The Suns, actually, they're going to be entertaining no matter what. But I just don't think that the defense on that team. Fair. And maybe they just won't do anything (laughs) defense. Yeah. Like maybe they're just like, yo, fuck this. We shouldn't be here. What is this? And they just run all over the place. Um, But that team, this is going to be valuable for the Suns because over the next two, three years, they have to be able to give Devin Booker a reason to stay. You have to be able to show him that you can build a team around him that, is competent and that knows what his strengths and his weaknesses are. Like if you can't scout yourself, then you're, then there's no reason to trust them moving forward. And if you know, like Devin Booker leaving the Suns would be a massive, massive, massive loss. So this, I, I guess it's maybe more important for the Suns to have these games than maybe some of the other young teams. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's, it's getting to the point where Devin Booker needs to be shown what's up, you know? Right. right. Awesome. Any final thoughts that you want to, you want to cast as we uh, approach the NBA bubble? Well, I, when I was going through this, I wondered, is there any team that you wish you could put in that is out? Oh, good cue. Let me bring I would like NBA. to see Chicago in this, even though genius Jim Boylan, I'm sure. <laughs> would have some problems in the bubble. Like I did, if all, if everyone was healthy, that I think it would be more fun to watch the baby bulls than some of these other teams. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good one. Um, I'm now looking at these rosters and I'm like, Oof, God, like Charlotte, the Hawks just because of just oh, sure. Trey young. Yeah. Like, totally. I mean, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of like one player. I mean, the Warriors wouldn't want it, but like I, I'm always here for like Steph and Clay being healthy with Maple Jordan and seeing what the hell happens there. But yeah, I would I would say I would I'm like in the same way that I'm excited to see you know like the potential of the Suns with Devin Booker. Like Devin Booker catches fire, I'm happy to see Trey Young catch fire too, and just like just go totally. on matches from three. Yeah, absolutely. And the other young guys there, like you don't want to see Detroit, you John don't Collins, see Minnesota. I like to see that. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Yeah, I would no, I don't like to see... see their wings get a little bit better. I'd like yeah. to see, you know, um, Kevin Herter. Uh, no yep. one cares about the Cavs. I mean, I I think most of the teams that you'd want to see are a part of it. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally agree. 
And that's, you know, I mean, I think I would even go as far to say most, like there are teams who are invited who did they need to be invited? No. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting question. Like if the Nets had the chance to not go, would they do that? Like the Nets, Wizards, Magic, and Kings all to me are like, what do you need to be here? Yeah, what Basically would the have, East. What would have why happened? Did, why did the bottom majority, of the East need yeah. to be there? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Exactly. No one, totally. No one. No one's. Well, playing they thought Beal was going to be playing the then, right? Yeah, I guess. But like, is Beal really going to carry the Wizards and what knock the? I don't know who's. I just. I keep getting rid of my my power stand. The list of. Uh, the list but I think of some of that has to do with like we're trying to show you respect. You yeah, know, sure. like this is all. This, I mean, this is all arbitrary anyway. They are choosing their own rules. Like, there's no reason it should be 22 teams. There's no reason that they... Whatever. All of this is flying by the seat of their pants, which is fine. It's a pandemic. You do the best that you possibly can. And thank God that everybody's safe. Um, it's... Like, if, if the product is bad... Like, if these bad teams are really bad... That's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit of a black eye, but I think, you know, it's only going to be eight, eight games and then you get to the playoffs. So it'll be fine. Hopefully. Yeah. It should be good. Uh, I'm excited for basketball. They were showing the courts today and I am just like, get me to it, man. Let's let's the, the, the no positive test came back. I was like, I am in now. The bubble is safe. Perfect. Well done. NBA. <laughs> um, Let's go. Let's ride this. Let's 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 give me constant basketball nonstop for the next month and a half. If you can show that you can actually have a safe environment with testing that is regular and constant, then I think that is a good thing to show to the country because all it takes to be able to do that is money. And if Congress gives us enough money, gives us if congress uses our money to actually do what they should and put a bunch of testing and tracing out there to make sure that we can stamp this out then it will happen like that's so hopefully all of this goes well everyone wear masks if everyone wore masks scientists say that this would be done in you know a couple of months which sucks but yeah but anyway it's like if the NBA succeeds at this and no one gets sick and it all goes fine, then that is a good example. It is possible. That will be evidence to show that all the haters, no, 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 if we try hard enough, we can do this. So that's a good thing. Agreed. Well, that's all we got for you this week. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Fake Teams podcast channels where you'll find us. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. So just search Fake Teams will pop up. Hit subscribe. Drop us a review. Give us five stars because you love us. Follow us on Twitter at The Long Two Podcast. And uh, Natty, until next week, stay safe. You do the same, man. Be well, everybody. Listen to the football and baseball podcast as well. Amen.